What is up, everyone? Welcome to this week's Jammers in the Rough. We got glitchy ass Cody, the absolute worst Waldron. We got Josh, the rally dyke himself, Winter. What? And of course, your boy, Paige. What is up? We got an amazing episode with you. This week, we're going to talk about potential rule changes coming in. Um, that's kind of like the main thing that we wanted to talk to you about. PDGA just released their uh, the rules that they're voting on to change and the propo- are like proposed uh, changes. And so Josh scanned these things, read them. So he's going to lead us through this and we're going <laughs> to share our opinions on them. Yeah, because I I memorized them. Absolutely not. Uh, let me see here. There we go. Oh, oh, oh. right. Let's just. This is a uh, so the first one in this list. They talk about. Uh, let's see. A player may move casual obstacles that are on the playing surface far farther from the target than the front edge of the line, which I think the other that used to be where supporting point may be placed when taking a stance. So they kind so of like made that, it where you can just grab anything on the ground and just throw it backwards is what I get from it. That's kind of what I got from it as well. Cause like the old rule was like your stance. And I think big German Yuli were talking about like, Oh, well big germ with his stance can remove more than Yuli. So it was like unfair. Um, where and James, like, James Conrad needs to do his run up and flip and throw, so he needs like yeah. a, a, a runway. So I <laughs> yeah. think this role, like, it's kind of a gray area that people have already been in, like taking advantage of, right? Like, you see a lot of people kind of moving things um, outside of their lie and outside of their stance, and you kind of see it, but it's like it's close enough that you're not going to be like, all right, take your stance. Look, you move this. But where I get curious about the, this role becoming a hindrance. Uh, people take a stance. Things are in their way. They kick rocks. They move it with their feet. Uh, big sticks in the way, so they move it. That happens. But all within the, the realm of 30 seconds. My curiosity with this rule is within that 30-second timer because your timer starts when you should be able to take your lie. So when you're moving this stuff, your 30 seconds is going. I'm curious if this is going to slow the, slow the game down quite a bit because people are trying to give themselves the more optimal lie because of the casual you know, obstacles that are in their way. And that's quite a bit of things, right? Casual obstacles, anything that's not designed or that's not natural and not designed to be where it's at, right? Like you put a railroad tie as an island, that's a that's a that's an obstacle that's supposed to stay. But a tree fell down, um, they, they're able to kind of move some of those things. So I think my concern with this rule is it's going to be taking more and more time uh, to set up people's stances because now all of a sudden they can move clearly everything that they want to see or the, what they can see i mean that's, but it's that's only possible. behind the disc right yeah it's behind the disc but yeah, yeah but it's not within your stance right so yeah and then go like, ahead, josh go ahead what I, was, what I was gonna say is that it's it's possible they could slow it down but when i've played casual you know play casual rounds and there's something in my way i just pick it up toss it back toss it to the side i don't really see it see it taking a lot of time of that 30 but, seconds to move. 
have you seen people that do take advantage of this and will like I, I've seen people before that like will stand there and practice throw and try and knock as much stuff down. Like if they're in branches and you're not supposed to move stuff in front of you, they'd be like, Oh, it's just my follow through and all this stuff, and they're just like ripping things down, which I mean, if it's within the rules, I guess go you. But at the same time, do you think that's a gray area that they're exploiting or not? I mean, in, in that certain case that you're saying, uh, absolutely. But um, <laughs> but I mean, when you're playing casually, was that in a tournament or casual play? That was in a tournament. In casual play, I don't really care. Like even in casual play, like with my buddies and stuff, especially if it's safety concerned, I don't really care. Because like if they're like their disc goes down like a ravine and where their disc would be would be unsafe like yeah dude just stand behind it take a step up i don't care like i don't the last thing i want is it a casual round having to drag you out of here and carry you out but if it's casual i'm cool with it if it's a tournament i think the rules should be a little bit more black and white not gray okay also i think this wording is fucking terrible a player may move casual obstacles that are on the playing surface farther from the target than the front edge of the lie. That is pretty worded poorly. <laughs> so bad. And that's PDGA. Their, their wording is terrible. But I think a lot of people are thinking about this rule straight back. I'm really curious about the left to right like plane and how that's going to kind of impact it, right? Isn't so it still like, 11 inches? Like the, Don't they say it's the size of a piece of paper, 11 by 8 or whatever? That's your stance. What I'm saying is what you're able to clear out. Mm. Because now True. all of a sudden you have your left to right movements. And if there's like some things that, you know, like you have a log that's five feet to you, but you have some of these branches that are spidering out towards you. Now all of a sudden, is that going to get moved out of the way? Whereas in the past it used to not, right? Because you just yeah. be like, all right, this is annoying. This big old raw or this big old log with protruding limbs is in my way. Well, frustrating as it is, boom, putt, move on. Um, also run-ups, right? Like that's where it really matters with run-ups. If that same log that's five feet away with protruding branches, instead of being like, Okay, cool, I'm not going to tear up my shins, I'm going to, you know, do a standstill. Now all of a sudden, like it opens like this kind of like plane of removal. Um, and that's where I get, like I said, I get worried about time. I get worried about like competitive advantages and disadvantages with that. Um, especially because like I'm somebody, the, one of those people, like if you're in a natural OB area that isn't OB and there's all of this like frustrating surrounding, you should be punished, right? Like you're off the fairway, you're scrambling. That's why we have a scramble stat. You making that, taking the, minute to make it as clean and as precise as you can to try to get yourself moving forward um i don't think that is in the flavor of the game um and there's a rule that yeah there's a rule Mm. that talks about uh going against uh, the spirit of the game um and i don't like the spirit of the game i like the flavor of the game Mm. so (laughs) what flavor is it also so (laughs) what flavor is it it's fucking dirt it's worm it's Mm. Freaking, mm. how many times do you lick your finger? It's whatever the fuck you taste when you lick your fingers. <laughs> That's the flavor of the game. The people that are just like, eh, 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 eh. Go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to do, do a shameless plug here. If you're, if you're newer and you're curious about what the actual lie area is, uh, Cascadia and or Cascadia Disc Golf, uh, they have their little towels that are 
uh, their lie towels. There's some cool graphics on them. You can get them on infinite discs, uh, but it's the exact size of a lie. So you can like put it behind your desk and kind of train yourself. On how, what if I tell uh, big, big lies? You have. Well, I, I mean, that's what uh, if I tell I'll, white lies? How, I'll, I'll, those call sizes? I'll, I'll call it. <laughs> okay. You know what? Moving so, on. So real quick, real quick. <laughs> so we'll do this, right? Let's oh, vote gosh. on this rule. Us, us three. Okay. Like, okay. We're are voting? you in favor of it or against it? I'm just curious. Like if you're in favor or against yeah. it and then a quick uh, why. I'm in, uh, uh, I'm in favor of it just because it, uh, it, it's pre- I think it's pretty straightforward. Move all the crap that's in behind your disc and start throwing. I all think right, it makes we'll it more clear. The, we'll go down the list. I'm against it. I think it's worded absolutely terribly. It needs to be reworded so that it's not ambiguous, jumbled mess like all of PDJ rules. Also, it needs to think about a lot of things that coexist with it. So I'm against it. There, For me, there needs to be a clear and cut this is what you're allowed to move in this area so i understand i i like the rule i just want them to specify how much and how much time do i have 30 seconds do i have a minute what do i have and what like because is someone going to sit there and pick it all up so i am pro rule with a stipulation it sounds like you're anti-rule and it needs well, to be reworded rule. yeah so yeah. reworded yeah like i'm so fine I with guess- the rule like i i like the idea in a All right, sense, then but I I'm, disagree. I'm, disagree with it. The, there you go. The way it's Two against right one, now, Josh. I, I strong armed him. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's not even a real oh, rule. <laughs> My God. America, American yeah. politics, right here. Let's see what we got here. Just go, down, go Josh. down. Page Let's is about to go off on a tangent about something. So there's a bunch of rule changes, but they all of uh, this one. It's for the scoring. Uh, a lot of things are changing in the wording of things just to have one main thing changed. That is that each player on a card has to independently take score mm. instead of two or one. Like every single it. person has to do it. Hate it. I love it. Why do you hate, hate it, it, Cody? Because if I'm playing, I don't want to always keep score. If I have two people out of my group of three or four keeping score, why do I have to do it? What if I don't want to bring my phone? What if I don't want to have a piece of paper? If someone's offering to keep score and there's two people that will keep check of each other, why do I have to do it? But there's not always somebody offering. There's, but there's... if so, I mean, if someone doesn't offer, sure, I understand that somebody needs to do it. But yeah, my phone has no service. I've seen that before too. Oh, my battery's uh, almost dead. <laughs> I've heard but that. A new, another new rule is that that all PDGA um, tournament directors have to supply a scorecard and you know probably pencils as well. But at so least we a scorecard to, to all. So we're killing trees. No, so we're the app, no, that's, that's the app counts that. The app counts. The app counts. I'm just saying that they have to have those available. Just in case, say, uh, Cody's phone doesn't have service. What if he I don't have a scorecard? Then you so have I a will scorecard. say, <laughs> then I ain't keeping score. Because this is all in a competitive sense, right? In a competitive sense, the advantage or disadvantage of keeping score and not keeping score is definitely real. You have pros that will keep score only on paper score, so they're not aware of the score as it's going on. Um, and a lot of pros actually prefer to keep paper scorecards over digital. And, I, and I'm yeah. fine with that. I think the fact that every tournament you have to have a little dance and show about, well, who wants to keep score? And then every, huh? Huh? And it gets to the point to where people refuse to show up until like two minutes beforehand because they don't want to have that conversation. Then have a and draw. So, have a so draw. Uh, random no, number. 
But see, like, why have a draw when you literally have, like, everybody is required to keep score? Also, it's going to help with check-in because if you have to use the app, you're able to check in quickly. I just think – Cool, I'll check in. I don't want to keep score. <laughs> I, I still I just don't think but see that's that's a an advantage to you because you don't want to you're forcing somebody else to and that's a competitive advantage and I don't think that's exactly. fair in a competitive stance. So I'm definitely like for this rule because I think I got it carpal makes tunnel, it fair. I can't keep score. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I, I throw am, a disc then. I am oh, for the rule. I am for this rule. As someone who be... always keeps score just because I don't want to deal with that. That oh, who wants to keep score? I just like volunteer ninety five percent of the time. There you go. Uh, I'll play with Josh. Josh, I, Josh keep my score. I don't want to do it. But it's because I don't want to deal with that. Like oh, well, I mean, see how much battery I have on my phone. It's like it's just I'm a grown ass person, and let's just play disc golf at all. I would never score. argue if someone <laughs> said, "Could you keep score?" I'll say, "Yeah, that's fine." But I don't think everyone should have. To, but then that guy's keeping score too. I mean, but I also think like that too, though. Like make it everybody because if you scroll down. It's also Scroll making Josh. it fair to where um, if somebody messes up the score, they're penalized and not the entire card is penalized. And I think that is fair as well. Well, if they use the PDGA app, then you can't move forward or it'll alert you that there's a correction that needs to be made between one of the cards that are keeping score. Mm-hmm. So if one person's off, it's going to let everyone know that there's a someone who's off. So are we all logging it. in a PDGA or are we using new disk? What's happening here? Give me it's something a, here. There's a PDGA. It, it, Give it, it your options, yeah. though. Those are all three options that you're able to use. Yeah. Paper three scorecard, options. U-Disc, and PDGA app. I'm going to use a piece yeah. of bark. A piece of bark the, and just... The PDGA app depends on uh, the tournament director and if they set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think, I think U-Disc has that, too. Yeah, U-Disc does that. Um, what if it I mean, was just... taking turns? What if first round I did it, second round this guy had to do it, third round this guy had to do it? I don't mind but doing it... my share. I'm just saying every time, a eh, little redundant. But I think, I think you're missing the core point of why this rule got changed. It's to like just have everyone do it, suck it up, and it keeps everyone honest, and it's more people checking the score. Struggling Sounds good there. to me. So I also think that I love this because this is kind of the like what we bring to the table, right? Cody's mm. obviously the MA3 player bringing his opinion. Um, and MA4. when you get higher levels of competition, you're starting to kind of see some of that stuff and, you know, a little bit more respectful when it comes to some of these things. Hey, but... put it this way. Guess who's never lost an MA1 tournament? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I play MA2, brother. But you're not undefeated. Oh, you moved up. Congratulations. I moved up like last year, man. Because I can't give this guy crap. Yeah. Yeah. He did move up last year. That's like the one thing I do is give everyone crap. Exactly. All right. So we voted two against one. That rule sucks. Uh, I think it was the other way around. Um, I'm saying you guys won. I voted no. You guys voted yes. I still don't like that rule. I mean, oh, I'm still... here's a here's the other part to it: is that a player may delegate scorekeeping duties only. I do like to this their part. Designated caddy. So if you have a designated caddy, you can have them keep score. Give I like a this caddy, a lot. Then. Give me a caddy. I'm down for it. Get yourself a caddy. Caddies aren't provided. This isn't golf. Oh, it isn't? It's called disc golf, homeboy. Yeah, disc golf. You see how there's two different pronunciations to that? It's pronounced. I'm not saying disc golfa. It's still disc golf. It's still the same golf. And then there's disc golf. Two different ways of saying it. 
Two different sports. All right. Here's the one I don't agree in. This one's yeah. dumb. It's so bad. <laughs> All right. So dumb. Uh, so this one, this one is saying that you now will have to be a PDGA member for that current year if you want to play C-tier events. And on top of that, they're adding a new D-tier events to allow dumb. non-members to play. I agree with it's, you. This one sucks. Yeah. It's because they're just C-tiers like tiers are all <sighs> you know why they made this rule though, the right? Of the this, barrel. This, this is why. Because then you can't play tournaments unless you pay the fifty dollar yearly fee. That's it. That's that's yeah. my whole reasoning. This is why they're doing it. I don't like the rule. If you I liked it when it was if you weren't a PDGA, pay the ten dollars. Because if you played five or less yeah. tournaments a year, cool, great. Spend your fifty bucks any way you want. But the fact that they're forcing you to it should be A and B and up. Cool. But C tier? No. C tier is like the dudes that play like that drink a beer while they're playing. Like, I don't care, dude. Play what play however you want. Play casual. Well, that's gonna be fine. tier I mean, now. I just think like yeah. it's you're literally taking something that already exists and you're trying to split it to do exactly the same fucking thing with now all of a sudden more realization or more rules and regulation on C tiers while trying to create you know the lawless D tier. Also, like you know why? Oh, it's money. always about money. It's always about money because the amount of C tiers compared to B tiers, A tiers, and higher, like C tiers trumpet. But that doesn't mean like there's more money in it. There's usually like less money, and so then you're just gonna like force people to be like, well, C or B tier or C or D tier. Do we well, want everyone sanctioned or not sanctioned? Like. Or what's going to happen is people just will stop playing tournaments. They'll be like, ah, I don't need to play. Like, I'll just play casual with my buddies because they don't want to pay $50 for the thing plus a tournament fee. Like, they don't want to do that. Yeah. I just think, like, D tier is a way to try to sanction unsanctioned tournaments to try to create, like, some of that buy-in. I like how you put it lawless. Yeah, it's just, I mean. Savages. Savages. (laughs) Barely even human. (laughs) But, I mean, those D tier... The D tiers better have some like loose rules if they're gonna add another one because C tier is already like oh, casual. What play. if it was? What if it was like the XFL but like of disc golf? Like if someone's putting, <laughs> if someone's putting, you're allowed to knock it out of the air if you can get behind. Like this, I'd be just hear me out though. Like not XFL. Let's do the lingerie league for D tiers. No, dude. I'll, no. I'll, I'll I'll play it up at the hammock. It's all I'm saying. I'm down for that, <laughs> and that's for the di- and that's why we should not ha- let this happen. No shoes, banana hammock. <laughs> like, what if you could play defense? You could be ten feet away from the basket, and it would force you to like scoob over someone. Or- Moving I'm just telling things you. in front of your lie. How about that? Just move things oh, in yeah. front of your lie. <laughs> no, but or you can't like, do your lie. It has, has to be your opponent's lie. You, can you only have five seconds to throw. <laughs> only five seconds. Make it count. Yeah, so I we're all voting. This, this one stinks. I think this rule is absolutely terrible um, because. You know, like our uh, longtime listener, Cody Waldron, I mean, Corby Wayhemiller, uh, like mentioned, like they're on an island. So when they play tournaments, they're playing less than five a year. How do you know that's Corby? Well, how? Because it's Alaska. <laughs> we There's have more than one. one. Of, we Aaron have one Ray. listener. Aaron, Ray, where you at, baby? Aaron's not listening right now. Aaron. We have one listener in Alaska. That's Corby. Corby, is and that so, you? If it's you, say it's me, Corby. Uh, it we, all, we all know what it is I get confused there's for like, Corby all the time There's only all one the dot time. on the map Such a new weird thing it's like, You get confused for like all the aggro reasons too Like Corby's like observing all your aggro For no reason No he got kicked out of that group That's all I'm saying See, I know but he yeah. like made a post in the lounge 
And then like, like Scott Johnson was like, yo, dude, to my man, my Alaskan brother. I was like, dude, I'm in Maryland. <laughs> so the, move on. This rule is absolutely well, dumb. D tiers yeah, yeah. not exist. Just keep it unsanctioned um, and then C tiers and above. But yeah, but I think it does also on like glass half full. I think it's no. going to promote a lot more unsanctioned events, which I think there should be a lot more of. I think, I think there needs to be a lot more unsanctioned events, but I don't think yeah. D tier is the way to go about that. No, because that makes it sanctioned. They're like trying e -tier. to tier. They're trying I mean, to get, e -tier. They're trying to get our casual play out, take it away from us. I'm sorry. No, thank you. I like two on one. Wait, no, no. <laughs> we all agreed on that one. That one stunk. No, I two on one is like no. the Oregon Star. You throw two and then you play your best lie. Yeah. It's or C tier whole... should just be like you can do you get two you get two putts you get like just do, make it crazy. The second putt always goes um, in, so you get two putts. Whatever you can putt in ten seconds, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where they added the verbiage to make sure that the tournament directors provide scorecards now to every player. Um, let's see, this strikes the ability randomly mixed divisions for the first round of a C tier, such as random mixing may take place at the new D tier level. What? Oh, I see. You can't, you can't like uh, play with MA2 can't play with MA1 players for first round. Oh, so we're segregating people. That's good. That's great. Well, this is always like, okay. and this is like part of that role change. And this is obviously for C and D tiers. But this is like low attendance tournaments. They like, especially because like if C tiers barely fill up at this point, I very much doubt D tiers are going to fill up. Well, um, they're saying you can in D tier. It says you can you can have random on first round for D tier, but you can no longer do it on C tier. So you can't. Yeah, but that's what I mean. C -tier. Like C tiers barely fill up as is, and when you have like FPO FA one divisions with like one to two people, you have to mix. You can't have a card of two. And I just don't think this is a realistic change to low filling tournaments. I think it makes sense to like B tier and higher because those tournaments usually fill up um, in a lot of regards. But when it's C tier and D tier and you're just trying to get people to sign up and you can't, you can't mix. That doesn't make sense to me. So Paige's whole platform is get rid of D tier. That's what it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. D tier is fucking dumb. Yeah. Mm. Where are you at night? Handhold? D tiers are dumb. You say Knight? Isn't his name Nate? Nate? He's doing know. Ledgestone right now, isn't he? Yeah. I love seeing, like, dude, all the people flipping Lunas right now. It's wild. Buy this Luna. Like a Luna in a right. I just like how Paul McBeth isn't playing and he's still getting a giant-ass payday. Well, I mean, that is the whole yeah. purpose of a contract. Ten years, I mean, 10 he's million. not sponsored by Ledgestone. No, but he's getting paid by... Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> whatever. Anyways... So, what's this rule, Josh? Talk to us. Let's see. Let's see. Well, I'll let you guys finish up. So it looks like I think the blue is what they've added. Yes, the blue yeah. is the different. This is different than last year. We've had a lot more playoffs, and because we've had a lot more playoffs, they're incorporating more rules because it's lawless out there, and they don't know what to do when you have two people walk up, and they're like, well, who throws first? Yeah, don't you Sun. just play until like someone beats the next person? Like you play whole. That's one how, again. but how do you decide who throws first and who throws second? Rock paper scissors. <laughs> mm. That's not the rule. That's not written in. It that's what they're trying be. to do. That's how I have kids. So at school, that's my rule. If you have an argument in the gym, rock paper scissors. Figure it out. Why mm. don't you run yeah, for the fucking chair then? I would. I it would be great. Cody Waldron on this. So, See I'm if running. You can beat the hindhold. 
You know I could. <laughs> check my feedback, baby. Mm. Oh, I mean, let's check your feedback in TSA buy, sell, and trade. I mean, my feedback was good, just not with the admin. Yeah, I tried I to offer someone this, a new disc. All this one is, is it's the same sudden death play we all know, but instead of being a short little paragraph, they've defined it to what we know it as. I don't see anything yeah. really changed here. They're going to change it. It can't be called sudden death anymore. It's it is. That's called sudden death. Sudden death. Rock paper scissors. First person. I mean, you lose or or you can choose. I don't care. But it, rock paper scissors settles everything. So I think it's like they're actually separating sudden death from aggregate playoff. And it seems like the aggregate playoff is a type of sudden death where they're playing less than six holes. So they're That's specifying right the differences of like okay one through eighteen go until you you stop and the difference of like we're gonna play these you know three holes on a loop until we have a winner i see like they do that but they don't they just call it a playoff regardless of which one they're doing so now yeah but i think they're specifying it because i think like on a pro tour having an aggregate makes sense because these courses are longer whereas having Mm -hmm. like some of these b tiers and lower um having to just kind of go through 18 because oh i wasn't expecting a playoff oh we don't have holes like already like allocated beforehand, so they play straight through. They're just separating them, and I think that yeah. should be separated because you need to know what to call them. Because um, like if I'm going to write into like the tournament bio, that I'd be like, okay, sudden deaths will be split by aggregate playoff. You know, then people know okay. what to expect. Sudden death, you get a random disc you have to play playoffs with. Boom. <laughs> so basically, the same thing has been happening, but it's just defined now. Exactly. An rule. Okay. Yep. All right, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. That one's a thumbs up. I'm against it just because of Cody being for it. Oh my gosh! Hey, Corby, Cody, 2024. What's I up? and I am for it because I'm always for defining things. PDJ yeah. is an ambiguous shit show. This is them defining it. Hey, this is a step forward. Way You're to gonna go, get PDGA. kicked out of the PDG. You're gonna get kicked out. Do it because <laughs> all your Paige, unkind words. Paige Smith will come out then. Paige and then you. <laughs> And they're going to be like, hey, this guy is a terrible TD. He's changing dates. People are getting upset. <laughs> I do. There's a Facebook user. Do you want to highlight uh, they should have a special kids membership? I like that. A I lot. like that. That's smart because as someone who's trying to get kids to play at my school, I love it. $10? Heck, I'd, I'd pay for kids to do that. Josh, I'd can you highlight that in kids. the chat? Uh, let's see. I'm sorry. Josh is confused. Yeah. Josh. Which one? Hey, okay. First of all, you don't have me run this gosh darn rule page and then have from me from facebook over here. user at 937 i'm trying to help 930, you out it's 637 no you. see Thank i'm you. in real time you guys so, are behind i'm gonna read the comment um facebook user said they should have a special kids membership for kids that's like ten dollars are free we need more young people playing i am in completely agreement with this uh yes. when it comes to kids you don't know if this kid's gonna play one tournament or 20 tournaments um, so charging them the full PDGA membership makes zero sense. Being able to charge them like $10 are free encourages them to go. And it also encourages TDs to put junior fields in and have like 15 and under mean something or, you know, 17 and under juniors, 12 and under all those things actually have viable competition for that. Instead of being like, okay, we might put this in there. And when it doesn't feel or fill, we're going to open up the wait list. So I am give for a this. starter pack. Yes. Yeah. 
And exactly. And I think it should be like, if it's going to do $10, um, you should also like have tournament directors that have lower priced as well, right? Like if it's $75 for this tournament, make it $25 for juniors, um, things like that, so that you actually encourage them to play because um, right now I, it might be too expensive to get my 12-year-old into it. Not not for me, but for other parents out there. Um, for your hypothetical 12-year-old. My, yeah, exactly. So mm. I'm for that. Great, great comment. Who if was that? Facebook user? Who is that? Corby, is that you? No, that's Facebook user. That Facebook user, every once in a while, they got they got some good thoughts. Mm. That's a smart person. So, what's our next rule, Josh? Okay, you hear me out. The next what? rule is about time, <laughs> pace of play, pace of play. The Nico change some rule. wording. They may instead of saying quickly, they say a more fancier word. Um, expeditiously. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm actually surprised you, you got that. That was good. <laughs> That was really good. Uh, they're also Ooh, thousand rated they, reader. <laughs> they made a, a rule that excessive time is not just for the player of the group, but it's the whole group can also cause a delay and be all issued a penalty stroke if the tournament director decides that that uh, group is causing the delay. Oh my gosh! This happened at the last tournament I was at. It was, I mean, it was a very wooded course, but the group in front of us. There, they were like every person that was throwing was losing a disc, and then they would spend two minutes, and sometimes I feel like even longer. Like, am I allowed to call them on a time violation when the group in front of me is spending like five minutes looking for a disc? Then that guy throws it and then loses it immediately. Another like two to five minutes. I'm like, dude, come on! Like, we had six groups that got caught up to this one group. It was terrible. I mean, it, it sounds like it has to be the t- a tournament official, whether it be the tournament director or assistant tur- tournament director. That does the timing for groups. Mm. Um, so that's when they're on the clock, though. That's a TD when they put some on the clock. Co- Cody, in your example, you are able to go up and be like, "Hey guys, you need to speed up the pace of play. Remember that you have thirty seconds. We're back here. We're, you know, as a player, you're able to go and do that. Now, does everybody exercise that option? No. Um, and that's a frustrating thing. The only thing I have with this rule is when you're in, let's say, the MPO division. And you uh-huh. guys start after like MP40 or FPO or MA1 um, when you had the division times, right? Like bottom card of MPO starting behind lead card FPO. They catch them in two holes and then 16 holes they are delayed. You don't want to say FPO like, hey, you know, you're on the clock, hurry this up. But those things happen and that's generally what causes a lot of delay in tournaments um, outside of obviously what Cody is explaining. So I think this rule, in its sense, is good for when it's like the same. Like, okay, our MPO division, you know, Cody's group is taking forever. You're on the clock. Hurry it up. But when it becomes division to division, how do you gauge that and how do you speed it along without, you know, uh, demeaning people, right? Like, oh, hey, FPO, hurry it up. You guys have four cards back there. That's not going to encourage them to play. That's not going to encourage them to want to come out there and it's going to be isolating. Um and people are already bitch enough about it as is. I don't think this is a good fix. This and usually the tournament director is at the booth, so they're not even aware of what's going on in the course. They're not walking every hole, seeing where the buildups are. They're not. They don't have that present on 18 holes. They're at Tournament Central, like the PDGA told them to be, um, and so they can't even enforce this rule. So that to me makes this rule dumb 
because it's not even really enforceable. It's not even encourageable, and it doesn't take divisions into account. So I'm against except, this one. Except the fact that TDs uh, a lot of times supply numbers to contact them at. And if you're playing, you can text or call said tournament director to let them know an infraction is happening and you need them at like hole four now, hole six, maybe even hole seven. Who knows? Mm. So, I mean, fight them, fight them. You're good. encouraging, you're encouraging people to narc, right? Like, that's, you already don't have, you already don't have rules are. <laughs> that's what rules no, are. <laughs> like, you don't even have players that are like Cody, six card piled up. Cody didn't have the stones to go walk up and tell people they'll hurry it up. And so now you're telling them to be like, okay, cool, call the tournament director, get them over here so that they can hurry them up and then put them on a clock. Fight them. <laughs> um, that seems like ridiculous to me. And it doesn't seem like it belongs on a competitive level. It seems like it just belongs in that XFL that Cody was talking about, right? Like <laughs> it's forming. Think, you know it's coming. But but in in the PDGA world, everyone is abiding by these rules or being called out in the way that they set the rules in place. That's what we're discussing here. We're not discussing what we would do. We're trying to talk about what these rules are saying we should do. And, and, and I am. And I'm saying, like, in a competitive environment, this rule doesn't, like, fit. And I'm not even talking about Pro Tour. I'm talking about A tier on down. This rule is ridiculous because you don't have staggered play. Like Cody's example, a guy takes a full three minutes, finds his disc, throws his disc again, and is looking for it for three minutes, that's not it's them terrible. slowing it. It's terrible, but it's not them slowing things down. That's them playing within the rules and established with the 30 seconds, the three minutes. It's slowing things down, granted, but they're not being excessive about it. They're just playing the game, right? They just hit a tree, and now they had to find a disc. Yeah. I mean, they're playing bad, but that's like... But playing bad isn't against the rules. And the XFL would be. Well, that, that's why they got the D-League. Yeah, mm. well, they got the D League. That's why okay. they got the D tier. But what about MA two? All... How many MA two players have you saw lose a disc, have to come back, throw it? Now they're looking again. Like, it's not just D tiers. It's not just any division. Even MPO, I've seen it on. Right? Like, nobody likes to. Are lose you talking a about Barella six six strokes on that last tournament? Right? Yeah, but like like Ooh. that for example. That's a good example, right? When do you be like okay, hey Barella, you use what six times three? 180 seconds of time. You're slowing everybody down. Just hurry this the f up. You're on the clock. Go. Like no, he's. Just playing. I would have. I would have called him after the second shot. I'm sorry. He probably wanted <laughs> someone to call him. He probably said, "Just stroke me and let me go, please." <laughs> That's what. Whoa. Um, I think going forward, if I'm playing casual play, I'm going to. And somebody's being slow in front of me. I'm gonna go on disc golf scene, find a local tournament that's coming up, call that tournament director, and complain about this this group I in think front of me each group should have a slingshot <laughs> and paintballs and you're allowed after two minutes to start mm, just slinging or just start playing and you just let fate oh decide so two cards hit. are oh let yeah. fate decide yeah i let like fate it decide if they get hit you know hey if you think listen. you're so much better and go faster than them don't hit them but if you do mm. it's not your fault but i think that's a bigger like rule change that needs to take play is when the group is out of your range, you determine your range, you're Don't able to throw. determine my range. I can throw as far as I want. Maybe I threw far this time. Maybe not but this like, time. Like a 500-foot par three. If you can't clear 400, the moment they're at 450, you should be able to throw. So then we have to start marking lines? 
No, I mean, gauge it. What, what if, if, if you can't, if you don't know, if you don't think you can throw, or if you don't know where 450 <laughs> is, then you're fine to throw because clearly you don't know what 450 looks like in the air. So you're okay to throw, Cody. It'd be just one of my best throws ever. Just <laughs> oh, it'd be magical. Yeah, Florida will sue. Throw down Florida. the mountain. Throw down oh. the mountain. They're already in trouble. That's why Paul's not playing. He's tired of getting sued by people. I know, right? Poor Paul having a baby, getting sued. They're gonna be living out of a trailer. <laughs> I mean, they already are, right? I was joking with uh <laughs> so I was I was taking out or I was uh so I'm coaching Dallas uh and doing a couple things with him, but we're walking to the track and we walk by some homeless. And I'm like, see what happens when your career fails as a disc golfer. This is gonna be you. I'm like, wait, no, when you're the most successful disc golfer in the world, this is what your life is going to look like. Man, you <laughs> take you make be... Dallas run laps. Oh, yeah, he did a mile today. Guess what his mile was? <laughs> this little shit. Guess what Dallas's mile was? How old is he? He's 15. 12. He looks uh, 10. Um, I'm going to guess his mile. 12. He's 15, probably 7.35. Josh? Uh, 12 minutes and no, 14 this seconds. This little shit who talked about like how he's not an athlete or whatever, and he goes on. He ran a six minute, 30 second mile. Well, so we, at the beginning of every school year, the whole County does a cross country. It's a mile for third, fourth and fifth graders. We have some kids that can do the cross country course in under six minutes. Yeah. It's incredible. And these are eight, nine and 10 year olds. It's incredible. I'm thinking I, I would die. I would die at this point. It's, it's the whole County, the whole County. The whole county. It? Yeah. Whole and, county. Is that, is, and that's Maryland. What, well, Washington County. So like we have 26 elementary schools. And you, anyone can sign up. We have kids that do it in like 5.54, and then we have kids that do it in like 16 minutes. There's a, It's a pretty big spread. So, okay. but yeah, like there's some kids, and some people take it serious. Like some people go to the, the and it's it's not like a track. It's up and down elevation changes, d- downhills. You're going to be running on grass, running on gravel. But yeah, some of these kids are incredible. Like 10 years old, you're running a, a sub six mile sub six minute mile like mm, good for and some of it someone just wrote natural talent some of it is genetics a lot of it has to do with that because some of these kids you look at them you're like this kid just ate 12 donuts on the way here he ain't running 12 minute mile but no brendan banks that's a name i haven't heard in many uh years good to hear he came on here just to heckle you but see that's the nice thing about youtube is we can tell who it is yeah get on youtube bro but I will say there's another sentence for the establishment of the D tier. It says the sanctioning fee per player fees and points factor will all be the same as C tier. So it's the same fucking thing as a C tier. <laughs> Why have the D tier? <laughs> because so it's another it's another place to make money. It's a revenue it's stream, baby. Yeah. So why don't, this. why don't they let PDGA members send out a survey to PDGA members, take everyone's like making a Google sheet, a Google spreadsheet. I make them all the time for kids. You hey, write your name. You're, no, you didn't. I'm still here. Don't you ever <laughs> silence me. Don't you ever. But five questions. Do you agree with change to question number one? Do you agree with number two? And it's it takes people under three minutes. Get everyone's advice. Don't just make all these rule changes. Don't create a new tier just because. D tier. <laughs> 
That's all. Paige is going to go home and just start breaking things. D tier. D tier. And D tier is, I guess, a change of that is a one round only one day. Josh, don't just silence us. Yeah. That sounds like a waste of a day to me. What is one? What's a waste? One day tournament. Why was Oh, it's one round, one day. Oh, one round only. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay with you can make tournaments as long as you want because then some people can't do weekend. Well, you can't do that with the D tier. D tier is one round only, one day. It specifies it in the rules. Mm, okay, I'm fine with that because people want to sign. Some people like to make a whole weekend of it. Some people just want to do one. That's you fine. guys heard it here. Cody's for D tier. <laughs> He's gonna be the D tier bandit. Banditos, <laughs> brother. Cody's gonna go clean up the D tiers. <laughs> Make put me in charge of the PDGA. Okay. I'll clean it. I'll clean it up. Start calling so there them are, Joe there are, tier. <laughs> there are a few Joe more Deer rules tier. that were changed. Uh, so if you want to check that out, you can go look at all the changes that have happened. We're hitting the top the of the Josh hour. We're hitting the top of the hour. So if we want to start our closing thoughts with Cody, as always. Um, I'm campaigning for PDGA uh, tournament lead director 2024. Write my name in the ballot. No, I think give the people a voice. If you are injured, like they do surveys for every, I get surveys from, I got a survey from Sheets the other day about what I like to drink and eat, a gas station, if you will. If they can do something, why can the PDGA not send out and get people's input? You're, everyone's always saying like, do, do this and do that. Like, just get people's input. If you can send out all this crap, just send out a simple Google thing to everyone that has a PDGA. Are you for rule one? Or are you against it? Well, that's also giving <laughs> credit to a lot of our PDGA people that they can understand the rule change or the proposed rule change. Because listening to the way people uh, read these rules and interpret them, most people don't even know how these rules should be interpreted. And a lot of times it leads to argument and confusion. So I don't think there's any point in surveying anybody because I don't think they... So- the general oh, oh. consensus is too stupid. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. Go to a Walmart and you'll find some things. And you'll find a lot of disc golfers. I did run into a disc golfer at Costco the other day. Is Costco out West Coast or no? Yeah. Hmm. Your glitch is insane. Your glitch. I, why man. am I glitching? Because your know, internet provider is trash. No, I, I paid for the high service. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> she just stuck with the D tier. Upsetting, Josh. It's pretty good, though. Uh, man, Cody needs to get different internet. He, like last week, his internet caused us to go out for a little bit. And no, lie, he's just glitching everywhere. Um, okay, my closing thought is I really like the idea of the D tier. If it was, it, hear me out. If it was more, that's what this podcast like, is today. We're not all, doing like, all these rule Josh. changes. Oh, no, and you're just gonna be like, let us shit on the D tier. Then Josh will be like, wait, actually, that's a out. good idea. Let, no, I'm not gonna hear let, you out. Get, the D tier is a terrible idea. All right, I don't. Well, okay, all right. So, I think the D tier could be a good idea if they had rules like the X, XFL, like ah, um, like yes. you could hit like you could hit people. You uh, you can block this, and one of, that I really like is that if there's elevation change in the course as you're going up, people are required to like boost you up, elevate you. But if it's downhill, you're allowed to break someone down as as best as you can. 
So what if they made D tier? You had action. to play like Ripped Revenge. You had to like pull a card. <laughs> yeah. You had to pull cards on people. Like, oh, you're allowed to break his kneecaps and just. Yeah. Oh. I I just want to get rated in a defense and offense um, category of disc golf. Circle one putting, ninety eight percent. Defense, a hundred percent. I mean, I'd be down for that. I'd probably be a thousand rated pro at that point. About time you'd be good at something. Shit. All right, my closing <laughs> thoughts, guys. Gee. Um, as we come to closing out the evenings, I do want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, these rule changes are bogus, and obviously the Nate Heinhold is a little bit illiterate because you have to be if you're writing some of these things. Like, I don't know. Did but, he write them? I don't know, I figure it has to oh. be. No, I'm kidding. Wait, tell me, um, you guys are old. No, no, no. I'm cutting you off for a second. Please hide that 14 speed only, like 007 golden eye slappers only. Who is that? Because that person is my generation. They play 007 golden eye. Yes. Show yourself. Bravo to that person. But no, I mean, I think rule change needs to be looked at. Unfortunately, I think Cody's right. Um, in regarding that a survey does need to go out in regards to proposed rule changes. Um, I think taking out amb- ambiguity uh needs to happen. Um, taking out this murky gray area, like all of that stuff needs to happen, and it's not happening. They're just trying to, like Cody said, make money and slap in a D tier. Josh is for it and makes sense because he's from Eugene, and that's kind of a Eugene thing to do. So to with what? that, guys, very Eugene <laughs> to support the idea of D tiers and what they represent. That is very Eugene of you. I don't. I don't. That was don't, my closing thoughts. I, I don't so know. Just gonna check, I, I, put up the sponsor. Put the sponsor. I don't, I don't, you know what? Rare Air Discs. It's in the disc. Check them out, guys. Use code Jammers in the Rough for Rare Air Discs for ten percent off. They have amazing stamps coming out, amazing discs. Look at this. And they gave us a discount to all of you who listened. So with that, guys, this is Jammers in the Rough on CH Sports. We'll see you next week. Keep jamming it in the rough. (laughs) (laughs) 